You've been quarantined, maybe you lost your job, maybe you lost your business, or maybe you're just nervous about the job market and the economy in general. Should you retire earlier than planned and start collecting Social Security? That's today's topic. I'm going to give you some thoughts on this. Welcome to the 360 Blue Financial Strategies Show. Join us as we discuss actionable steps you can take today to gain financial freedom. Jonathan Pop, Iris Sagrado, and Glenn Steers are registered representatives offering securities and advisory services through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 360 Blue Financial Strategies and United Planners are not affiliated. The views expressed are those of the speaker as of the date noted, are subject to change based on market and other various conditions, are not a solicitation to purchase or sell any security, and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Keep in mind that current and historical facts may not be indicative of future results. Now on to the show. You have to be age 62 to start collecting Social Security. We're in kind of a weird situation right now, so you might be wondering what's going on with Social Security. Has anything changed with it? The good news for recipients and people that are about to file is that benefits are being paid as normal. Benefits are not in jeopardy because of the coronavirus. If you're thinking of filing, phone and online services are still available. I would definitely go with the online route first. Be warned, if you're going to make a phone call to Social Security, you're probably going to be waiting on hold for a long time. And if you're talking with a Social Security worker and they need to call you back for some reason, keep in mind that they're most likely working from home and they'll probably call you back from their cell phone. So what happens if you get a call from a random number and it's a person claiming to be from Social Security? Well, it's either a worker calling you back or it's a scammer. You might not know. So I would advise you, if you are talking with a Social Security worker and they say they have to call you back, make sure to ask them what number they're going to use to call you back. That way, when you get the call, you know it's them and everything is on the up and up. So let's dive into this topic. This is for the person who wasn't planning on retiring for several years, but now you're seriously thinking about it. Should you just go ahead and start collecting Social Security now? If you are thinking of doing this, here are some points to consider. Number one, here's a strategy if you're married. Consider having one of you collect while the other still works. Have the lower-earning spouse start collecting Social Security and have the higher-earning spouse wait to collect as long as possible. And when I say as long as possible, I mean no later than age 70. With the exception of any cost-of-living adjustments, 70 is the maximum age where your benefits increase. So you certainly wouldn't want to wait later than 70. But have the higher-earning spouse wait as long as they can. Since the higher-earner will get a higher benefit, the longer they wait to collect, the higher the benefit goes. Number two, if you decide to collect Social Security before your full retirement age and you still want to work, you need to be aware of the earnings test. A few things here. When I say full retirement age, that's the age declared by Social Security where you get your full benefit. It's not necessarily the age you actually end your employment and retire, it's just the age where you get your full benefit. 
that age is set depending on what year you were born. So let's say for a conversation here, your full retirement age is 66, but you decide to collect at 62. But you're still working, or your hours are reduced, or you've got a part-time job. Basically, Social Security will allow you to make some money before your full retirement age while collecting your Social Security benefit, but if you make too much money, they're going to reduce the amount that they pay you. Now, this only applies before your full retirement age, and for our example, we're assuming that's 66. So, if you're 62 and want to collect, you can still make a little money on the side, and it won't affect your benefit. The earnings threshold is $18,240. So, you can make up to that amount working and still collect, and it won't change your Social Security payout. But for every $2 above that threshold that you earn, your Social Security payout will be reduced by $1. So keep that in mind. The good news is that if your benefits were reduced because you were over the threshold, they're going to still give you that money later. At your full retirement age, they're going to recalculate the formula to include the money that was withheld from you earlier. So it might make sense in the grand scheme of your financial plan for you to still work and collect Social Security. But just be aware of that rule. Number three, this is a big one. You have the option to withdraw your application during your first 12 months. This means if you start collecting Social Security, you can change your mind within 12 months. You'll have to give back the money you received, but then your Social Security will reset as though nothing ever happened and it'll continue to grow. This could be very useful at a time like this. Who knows how long we're all going to be socially distancing and how long we're going to be sheltered in place. It's possible this could go on for a long time. But that's a similarity at any crisis. You never know how long it's going to last. Here's an example of a change in lifestyle that lasted a long time. On January 8th, 1940, the British government started the rationing program. This was near the beginning of World War II. Basically, to make sure everybody had enough food, the British government controlled the food supply, and everybody had a ration book. So every week, you went to the store, and you were able to purchase a set amount of food, and then your book would be stamped. If something like that were to go down here in America, I think people would flip out. People are protesting right now that they have to stay inside. Think of the outrage if the government told us how much food we're allowed to have. But I have to think, if I were living in England at that time, I would have thought, how long is this going to last? Because England's economy after World War II is so devastated, the rationing program wouldn't end until 1954. So that's 14 years you would have had to use a ration book to get your food. That's the kind of worst-case scenario of a disaster lasting a really long time. Suppose the coronavirus is here for years, and it takes a long time for the economy to recover, and you ended up taking your Social Security early, and that turned out to be a good move. Well, fine. But what if the opposite happens? What if we get a vaccine 
sooner than expected, and this virus gets eradicated and everything goes back to normal pretty quickly. You might wish that you hadn't claimed Social Security so early. So this is kind of a flexibility of the system. You've got 12 months to change your mind. Yes, you'll have to give it back, but you do have the option to reset the clock, so to speak. And by doing that, you let your benefits continue to increase. And number four, you can always suspend your benefit at your full retirement age to let it grow. Here is a scenario. You're 64. You don't want to retire, but you go ahead and do so and start collecting Social Security. You turn 66 and want to go back to work. Well, you can actually stop receiving your Social Security payments and they'll grow at 8% a year until you start collecting again. So this can be useful if you are thinking of collecting Social Security until everything gets back to normal. Then you go back to work, stop receiving payments, and they can grow. It's not the same as if you had just never received, but it's still an option. So you do have some choices. Overall, collecting early isn't really ideal because you get a lower payout. But everybody's situation is different, and it may be a good option for you. So consider these points, do your homework, and make an educated decision. With that, I am done. We'll talk to you next week. Now go have yourself a glorious day. For more information, go to 360blue.com. That's T-H-R-E-E-S-I-X-T-Y, blue.com. Keep in mind that this show is designed to be educational only. The representatives on this podcast do not provide legal or tax advice. For individual guidance, please speak with someone who knows you and your situation.